Welcome back for another episode of Siblings Unhinged. I am Wesley, joined by my sister Virginia, and hello. We got a lot. To, we got a lot to talk about and a little time because ugh, Virginia was not paying attention. <laughs> I was out partying up with friends. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Woo. On my couch, I'm, me and my I'm friends standing, of Grey's I'm Anatomy. In the living room. I'm standing in the living room of a friend's house, family friend, and the mom is like. Wes, Virginia's been trying to get a hold of you for a while. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. The race home real quick. Whatever. I'm here. Because obviously you can't do the podcast without me. If you weren't available, I'd just do it. No big deal. I'll be like, hey, Virginia, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh. Like, yeah. Piece of cake. <laughs> That's how I sound. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, one of these yeah. days we should do an episode where I try to be you and you try <gasps> to be me and we try we to should... say what we think the other person would say. That would actually be so funny. Wesley, stop talking. You're a man. Okay. You guys have had your time. You've had your time. <laughs> it's the women's time. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we, <laughs> we're we going to uh, talk about the Barbie movie. We both went and saw the Barbie movie. And we haven't talked about it at all to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At all. So, so this is our first. Re- this will be the real <laughs> true blue but Virginia and Wesley conversation you, about this movie. You made a post. <laughs> you made a post, though. And we're like, I just went and watched Barbie movie. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a good conversation. Like, I, read the post, I was like, all right, it's going to be a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I literally all I said in the post was I loved it. Yeah. Okay. That's In literally it. Three Wesley's sentences. Like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> In three sentences, I'll describe kind of what I thought of the movie. Just like a very, very brief, this is what I thought. Okay, yeah. Go for um, it. I thought it was really funny. Um, so I love Margot Robbie and, uh, you know, um, and uh, Ryan Gosling. Awesome, right? I thought it was really funny. I loved the style of humor in the movie but if there was ever a movie pushing a and this is air quotes here it's not necessarily my opinion but if there was ever a movie pushing what do you mean it's not necessarily agenda, your opinion that would be like, it. Is i'm it saying your opinion, i don't i don't have anything not? against that movie okay that there you go there's not hold on you're not supposed to disagree with that now you go you do no, no, no. I'm not disagreeing. I was just confused because you're like, I'm going to say something, but it's not really my opinion. It's like, okay, well, I'm so saying why like, are you saying I can see how that movie is disliked by, you know, certain demographic. Go ahead. No, finish what you were saying because I don't know if it was super clear. If there was any movie that was pushing a woke, a woke agenda, that was it. That was that movie. Okay. Well, I mm-hmm. like want to understand more about like so you say that no what no, you, no no you give yours and then we can go in depth to it that's it that's what i wanted to that's what i want to do that well why do we have to do what you want to do why because can't we do what i want to do this is my freaking podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's siblings siblings Jenny, i mean you had to wait for me to, to do it right because i mean i i am the key i am the glue you told me in like episode one you're like the sticky stuff I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, no offense, but you're. I the was talking about stuff. the dynamic in our family. It has nothing yeah. to do with the podcast. Okay, it's kind of the no, same. No, no, <laughs> not. No, it's not. The reason why this works is because we have 
a balanced approach somewhat because we have your side and you have my side. Okay. Do you want to, if you want to ask me about why, why do I think that the woke thing or whatever? Yeah, I think so. Just so we can stand like the same okay, vein. Go so for we can fully, it. Go for it. Like, so, so when you say, what do you, what do you mean right, by that? If there was ever right, a movie right. pushing so, a woke agenda, what do you mean? You're good. You're good. Okay. So here, here's my deal with this. Right. And, and Ginny, I, I definitely, I, I try to align as moderate as possible when it comes to politics. I do my best to understand both sides. I feel, I feel like I do that. Um, I had no issue with things that were in the movie, which we're going to cover, you know, whatever agenda, right, that people might okay, feel. Okay, yeah. Let's just do like spoiler, like spoilers. Okay, but heads up. Like, we are going to spoilers talk spoilers. Just yeah. get that out of the way. We're talking spoilers. So if you don't want to know, don't listen to this until you watch it. So um, the things talk about men versus women in their roles, right? I, when I watched it, I wasn't like, oh, this is dumb. Like they're hating on men or, oh, they're doing this with women or, oh, this or that. Because I was like, I expected it because I was like, yeah, that's what this movie's about, right? But when you get a movie, movie X, right, and they throw in a random thing that a typical conservative would view as woke or liberal and they're like, oh, for example, they throw in a gay couple and they're like, oh, people go, oh, man, why they, they have to throw in a gay couple? That's so dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm like, whatever. It's just like. I get it, right? And some people, you know, they're like, well, that's not fair. Why are you throwing that crap in there, right? And I'm like, shut up, okay? But with this movie, it was like I expected there to be, like, the the women and men roles. Like, that's what it was about, right? So I was like, I have, if, let's say it is a a woke movie by everybody's standards. I don't think it's a bad thing because, like, that's how it was meant to be. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. So you don't think it was, it wasn't like this like sneaky no. marketing, you know, it was no, very open and honest. Like, look, this is what Barbie, the Barbie movie is. And I, so you I weren't surprised. Like it, not but at all. I, I felt it. like it was very clear from the get go what this movie was going to be about. And maybe, maybe other people, maybe people brought their little kids there and were, oh my gosh, I don't want you to watch this. Whatever. Right. That's their opinion. But I was like. No, if if you're a conservative and you are like, you don't like any woke stuff that's thrown into movies, like the movie's probably not for you. But guess what? I thought it was hilarious. Like I, I thought it was super funny. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like <laughs> it's a funny movie. Yeah. So you just you you're you're saying like from an objective perspective. I can see how conservatives would go to the movie and say, wow, this is woke because it was talking about gender roles. Yeah. And not, and not just, not just gender roles, but like, you know, some people, oh, it was taking shots at men or it was taking shot. Like it was saying, you know, um, the scene when, uh, oh gosh, the, the mom Mm -hmm. was doing her talking about how it is to be a woman versus a man kind of scene and like snap someone out of their, uh, uh, their trance, the yeah, trance, the hypnosis, yeah. the brainwashing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like that scene, I could I could understand how someone might be like, oh, like oh my gosh, but I was like, whatever, it's a that's the scene, like that's that's the movie, that's what this movie's about, you know, um, and that's why I didn't have a expectation of oh, this is just gonna be some fun movie. I was like, I kind of went in knowing kind of what it was gonna be out be about, um, and. I was there for it to make me laugh and that was it. And that's what it did for me. So I was like, good movie. Liked it, you know. You were happy. Um, wasn't worth the ticket price. Holy crap. How much were your tickets? Mine was 16 bucks. 
$16? Oh my gosh. No, um... Well, to be honest, Janessa paid for my ticket. I got a pair back, but I think it was, I have to look at the text message. I think it's, she said, I think it's $13, 10 to $13, something like that. I'm like, that, like 10 to 13 bucks seems like normal, but I was like 16, I, I was, I was upset. I remember, for any movie, I remember I thinking that $10 was expensive for a movie ticket because I remember back feeling like back in the day, it was more normal to spend $8 for Seven a movie to ticket. 10. Like that. Yeah, like that was pretty normal. But if you went to like a prime time showing, then it was ten dollars, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, prime. Yeah, yeah it was ten dollars. Like opening and, night. But if you, weekend. if you, yeah. But if you went to you know a matinee, then it was more like five dollars. But now it's getting up there into the teens, man. Dude, oh, it's I'm like, crazy. that's a dinner. I've spent fit like sixteen bucks. That's a decent. I mean, you go to Applebee's, get an entree and an appetizer with another person. You'll both spend thirty two dollars. Like there you go. You know, you yeah, just get an right. Two for twenty five. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. What did you what did you what did you think of it? Um, I I loved it. Uh yeah, I agree. I, I knew it. it. Was I knew it. Oh my gosh, you <laughs> feminist piece. <laughs> um, I thought it was hilarious, but I also thought it was so well done in how it illustrated the more serious like undertones that it addresses, right? Because it, it's talking about, I mean, it was just absolutely hilarious, right? They, they yeah. Barbie and Ken leave Barbie land and they go to the real world to find the girl that's playing with Barbie and fi- try to figure out why Barbie's like malfunctioning. Right. To and fix stuff. it, to fix what's going to on. To fix the, the brokenness in their world. Anyway, and it is the most hilarious thing when Ken has the realizations. <laughs> he's walking down the street and he's a woman asks him for the time and he looks at her, he's like, You you respect me. Like you yeah. you just respect me? Like just automatically? Or when they're rollerblading and they're just talking so openly about it. She's like, I'm feeling conscious, but like not it's like about myself, right? She's starting to feel self-conscious because everyone's staring at her and making yeah. comments and leering. And he's eating it up. He's like, I'm, and he's I'm, eating it up. But me. but obviously, like, well, the attention's mostly on her because she's wearing this leotard and everything, um, and people are making comments, sexual comments, and and he makes the, he says, I'm just feeling like a lot of like admiration like and there's no under attention there's no undertone of violence to it whatsoever this is great and barbie's like mine definitely has an undertone of violence like i'm feeling like that there's like she it's just the right they're addressing it in this roundabout way but saying it out loud and then you know he when he sees all the the pictures of all of the the, the man, presidents and the and the men, men and the men stuff and and everything about the real world he's like oh my god and he's so excited you know runs to tell barbie the world's run by men and um because because barbie land is run by the barbies who are women right so, right so it's a reversal know. so when he comes to yeah. the real world he's like what you know unbelievable and so then um, he he just loves it. He thinks it's amazing. <laughs> and, um, you know, horses and stuff. Trucks. Right? 
Trucks. Can I tell you my favorite, my f- like funniest favorite part seeing that movie? Yeah, is sure. When he's he's in he's in one of the offices buildings or whatever, and he's like asking for a job, and he's like, "Well, I'm a man or whatever," and, and he's talking to this guy, and you know the guy's like, "Oh, MBA? What you like? Do you have this? Do you have that?" And he's like, "No, but like I'm a man," and the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, like that's actually not really a good thing now," which you know, like he's like, you know, that doesn't really help you now, you know, to get a job. And he's like, "Wait, I I thought this, I thought you guys were running a patriarchy here." And because uh, that's what they kind of that they bring up is they're like, oh, this is like society's a patriarchy versus Barbie Land's, you know, a matriarchy. And the guy like looks left, looks right, and leans into Ken. He's like, oh no, we still are. We just hide it better. <laughs> I okay, but but here's the thing that was funny <laughs> is I busted up laughing in the theater, and nobody else laughed because <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. Like I laughed at a lot of jokes that, that like i i don't i, I guess i i laughed, jokes I laughed that a lot other... of the man jokes like like uh-huh. the men being better i laughed at those and it was mostly if i'm being honest there was a lot of women and like their children there um because i kind of went at a weird time and uh so i laughed at a lot of the stuff that i feel like maybe went over some of the younger kids heads or like the women didn't find funny i don't know but I just I thought that was the funniest thing because he's like, oh no, we we still do like the men are still in charge. We just we keep it on the down low. <laughs> we hide it better. Well, and when Barbie meets the owners of the company that runs Barbie, Mattel, she mm. asks Will Ferrell. He plays the CEO. She asks, she's like, okay, well, can I? I just really want to meet the woman in charge. He's like, oh no, that's me. And she's like, no. It can't be you. Like, (laughs) where's the woman? And it's a whole boardroom of men, right, who run Barbie. And she's so she's so confused at why there isn't a woman in charge. Anyway, um, so many great moments. And honestly, I spent the majority of the movie trying to shush Janessa because I went to go see it with our older sister. You had to watch it with her. I Janessa, mean you had to. We love you, but you I cannot go to a theater with you. So you're oh, so loud. Wes. <laughs> she, she laughs so loud. She was laughing throughout the whole thing so loud. And she has a very unique laugh that is like it's just very unique and it's loud and it's great. I love it. And it makes me laugh. Like when she laughs, I laugh, but I was like, shh, Janessa, quiet. <laughs> Because <laughs> she was just cackling the whole time, um, but it 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 was so. I mean, everything about it, right? It, I felt like it ma- it addressed real things in a masterful way that was creative, artistic, and so so funny. And when Barbie goes back to the real world. Not the real world. When she goes back to Barbie land and Ken has basically thrown a coup. Okay. So he's made it. Mm. He's overthrown the Barbies. He's brainwashed them. And they are uh, what. I have they... something to say about that when you're done. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So Ken has thrown a coup. He's taken over the dream house. He's, you know, renamed Barbie land Kendom. And he has throws all her clothes out of the dream house right and he's he goes up to her he (laughs) and he's like are you ready to be my low commitment long distance something something girlfriend situationship girlfriend situationship girlfriend right 
you know, do you, and he's acting so cool, right? And um, it, it, it's just so, <laughs> it's so hilarious because they, they, they switch everything around and he throws the coup and then Barbie has her crisis of what do I even do? And okay, the thing that I thought was super funny <laughs> and shook me was when they show the new doll that they're selling depression Barbie because Barbie's mm-hmm. having her crisis. And mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, this new Barbie depression barbie she was on her phone for seven hours today looking at instagram and she ate all she these are the things that she ate and she you know she just spent her day crying and all this and and it was like an anxiety sold separately or something anxiety yeah anxiety sold separately i was i was dying i was like oh my gosh this is too real Okay, so real quick, when so because when Ken and Barbie, because Ken does Ken go back before Barbie? I think that, yeah, yeah, Ken so goes, Ken back, goes before back before Barbie to tell all the other uh, Kens what he learned in the real world. Yeah, because he was like, I got it. Because he's like, I, they, I think they got separated, right? And because she got captured by Mattel, you know, to this weird thing. Um, and that's of course when she meets the the board, all the men. Um, but you know, Ken goes back, tells all the the Ken Barbies, or. Ken's um hey it's world's run by men it's awesome and I guess they're like oh like cool we can do what we want um so what's weird is like it, it this is where it's kind of a, a funny thing because when the men when the Ken's also are like oh we can do what we want and be in charge some people are like oh well the women just the Barbies just rolled over because that's what they want to do like I heard someone say that they're like that's why because they were fitting their natural position of serving men wow wow <laughs> they were happier virginia they were happier doing they it happier. and it's funny because you know barbie shows up with the mom and the 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 lady the lady she went to the real world for she brings her back to barbie land with her daughter and you know she's like it's this wonderful place it's for my women it's so awesome and of course they show up and it's already been flipped at this point and she's like that's our president and the president's wearing like a bikini dancing on the sideline like cheering for the kens as they're playing volleyball or something and they're mm-hmm. they're everyone's throwing brewskis they're like you want to or what are they what are they beer, saying brewski beer or brewskis they, brewski beer or something like yeah, that right brewski beer or beer me bro and uh so they're all be they were all basically being frat guys right it wasn't men it was like they're all being frat guys and <laughs> but it was always just like that's our president and that's the nobel and they're like all wearing that's the nobel dancing peace and- prize winner and yeah they're all in like these little outfits serving their men rubbing their oh feet oh my gosh so immodest <laughs> so immodest <laughs> i thought it was, I was like yeah they just seem happier but oh and then when uh whenever barbie like says yes to being his girlfriend and he's like let me think about it Walks back into the the. Walks back into the house. Sublime. <laughs> sublime. Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back out. Sublime. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. I guess you come. I guess. In. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, I, I, I loved that. Um, to me, the the movie was really aside from all the silly, goofy stuff. Um, it was really powerful because it. The That's speech debatable, that you're going. Well, <laughs> great. Let's debate it. Um, I have to. I, I have thought, to play devil's advocate. I, we can't. You know what I mean. I have to. Yeah. 
it was it was really powerful the speech that um what is her name is her name gloria the mom who is the real mm-hmm. human who gets brought back to barbie land she gives a speech to barbie when she's super depressed and she's sad because barbie land is ruined and it's been taken over by the kens they've instituted their patriarchy is what they say and she gives her speech about because barbie's like i'm just not pretty enough i'm just not like good enough to do this and the narrator is really funny because the narrator pops in yeah. and it's like just to note margot robbie is the wrong person to cast in this role if you really want to make this point right because yeah. margot robbie is is beautiful right like she she's one of those beautiful people that doesn't seem real like literally right. like her face yeah. is just so exquisite you're like um oh. okay don't so start fine. drooling okay, she was in my top three drooling. for a while honestly no one cares. Um, anyway, uh. and so, <laughs> and so, uh, but she makes a speech to to Barbie, basically saying, "I'm so, I'm so sick and tired." And this is the big speech that I think a lot, you know, some men got real upset about, didn't like. Yes. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it was um, where she says, "I'm I almost so sick walked of, out. of watching." Almost, almost walked yeah. out. I, I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't do it. I felt so attacked. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so sick of watching myself and all these women try so hard to be perfect. It's so ridiculous trying to be a woman. And then she illustrates all of the the contradictions that come with being a woman, right? So you need to be thin, but you need to be healthy. But you don't you can't say you want to be thin, but you still need to be thin and you need to be, need to be a you need to be like a boss, but you can't be mean to people. You can't you squash be other sexy, people's ideas. But you can't be you gotta, promiscuous. Right. Like a lot I mean, she doesn't say those ones, right? She has a whole speech. We can right. look it up and read Whatever. it if we wanted. But those are the things, right? Like you want to be sexually appealing but not too appealing. And she says, You want to be beautiful to men, but not too beautiful to tempt them, and not too beautiful to threaten another woman because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. And you need to be That's so dumb. Like the like the beaut- the the sisterhood part, not the tempting like like I'm just like what y'all women are the wor- y'all are mean to each other, and that's what it is. Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dispute that. I mean, yeah, people can be, I literally had, okay. I literally had a college roommate tell my best friend, we're all roommates, tell my best friend that she had mosquito bites for a chest. Wow. Dude, I was so mad. I was so pissed. I couldn't believe she said that. Of course, she was like claiming she was all doped out on her medication or whatever. And she was acting like a total. She was being super ridiculous. But she said that. I was like, you bitch. Dude, you, <laughs> oh women, women are the brutal ones. Women are the ones that judge you when you're not wearing makeup or you put your makeup on wrong. Guys are like, oh, I didn't even notice. You know? No, that is Look so at her untrue. eyeliner. Her that nails, is so. Her nails are so messed up. Guys do not okay, care hey, about nails. Guys do bro, not care about nails. You, uh, you don't care about nails. Okay, but mm. think about the demographic that you grew, grew up in. It wasn't very common for women to have fake nails i mean once in a while you saw a woman who had like french tips but like the the culture that we grew up in that that's not a huge thing okay so so i don't i don't know if you can y'all still painted your nails 
no, you're misunderstanding. I'm talking about from a guy's perspective, like it wasn't a huge part of our culture to go and get our nails done all uh-huh. the time. Oh, like there are like other a, cultures. Like a professionally done. Yeah, there are other cultures where it is much more common for all the women to get their nails done all the time and for that to be like more of a thing, right? And so, so for dumb. you, you just didn't see it. So you're like, oh yeah, I don't care. But you didn't grow up with that as an expectation, especially with our mom, right, because right. she wasn't very concerned with makeup and hair and nails and stuff like that. She was, she, I, she was, it was different. It was different. Yeah. No, no, no I got you. Um, anyway, but Gloria points out all of these contradictions that exist with being a woman and then they go and by telling these women the barbies those contradictions they're able to snap them out of the brainwashing in the trance and then they're able to (laughs) and then they're able to to take back barbie land um and basically all the barbies went into hot girl summer mode (laughs) i love that term people like i'm gonna have a hot girl summer uh, hot girl summer. I'm like, shut up, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> it basically means they want to feel hot. They want to feel good. And they want to have a I, fun time in the summer and feel sexy. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, why? I, See, why? I mean, whatever. Hot guy summer. <laughs> Said no guy ever. <laughs> yeah, because a guy will be like, a will be mid. Okay. And then be like, expect to what? land a 10. Dude, men lower their standards. Men, men okay. No, that's because de- that's because of that, you know, that video you sent me. I'm not going to say the words that she said because it's pretty graphic. But you sent me that one video. Oh, one that was, so true. that was, I got to admit, that made me laugh. I thought that was Dude, funny. It was graphic, but. It was graphic, but it's so true. Basically, like, uh, men are so easy. They will screw anything. It's it's unfortunately very like majority is always talking, you know, true like that. It's how it goes. That's how it goes. I was watching a uh, this is very quick. I was watching a thing that got they were talking about um, what men and women look for in partners uh, around the world. And it was like 77 countries they did the study in and how it did vary around the world. But it was a lot was continent based. Um, uh, but they said that men when dating women for the short term really was like hooking up um, or, mm-hmm. you know, just a very short situationship. Uh, they are more willing to lower their physical standard for the girl, right? Like maybe they're the guy wants to only date girls who are eight and above. He'll go with the girl who's a six, but women, it's the opposite where women in the short term, she will go for the guy who's more attractive, but then it flips when it comes to looking for a long-term partner that the man is, he is going to have the higher physical attractiveness scale he wants the girl who's an eight or a nine and the woman it's not as important right they're, they're like all right that's not as important to me it's kind of interesting crazy crazy right like when it comes to a long-term relationship the girl's like okay so let's put priorities on personality compatibility that kind of stuff and a guy's like she hot women like, and this was hot. one thing they that women like <laughs> women looked for men who were disciplined who were like this is like what they found attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Discipline, uh, mentally strong, um, focused, and 
commanding, basically like like someone who's like has a, pr- a power presence to them. I, I don't know. But yeah, basically like someone who would be in charge, right? And men, they want a woman who's kind, patient, and the mental stability wasn't as important to men, which I thought was interesting because for me, I'm like, I need someone who's mentally stable. What's <laughs> this like, that. um... I'm mentally unstable, and so I need someone who's stable. (laughs) Um, But it was interesting, like, in all reality, it was, like, the complete – and not that that men and women can't both hold those uh, attributes because that's completely false, but, like, almost the the reverse of every attribute was, like, wanted by the men versus the women, you know? So it's just kind of interesting how – like, I was like, oh, interesting. Well, and and the – yeah – Kind, patient. What were? Do you remember any of the other ones? Um, kind, patient. Uh, um, oh, uh, um, it wasn't committed. It was. Oh my gosh, what's another? Uh, I was just say committed, but it, it wasn't. That wasn't the word they used. Oh my gosh, but basically just oh loyal, loyal. Mm. Yeah, like like loyal yeah that was that was one that the man was like oh i want someone who's loyal see and then like nothing on that like surprises me like that doesn't surprise me at all from like what men are looking for because that that falls right into with the stereotypical or the gender stereotype of what women should be right women should be kind they should be and what men and what men should be the provider in charge the protector right disciplined um and it's so so Oh, oh, another one was the, the, it was funny about the body shape. Uh, Women want a man who's taller than them and taller than average. And a man just wants a woman who's shorter than them, like, you know, Mm -hmm. majority wise, right? But then this was funny. Men want a woman who's like shaped like a triangle from, you know, wider hips and then like thinner waist going up towards the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And a women, it's the opposite. Bigger shoulders thinning down towards the waist and the hips. Like, so it's like opposite triangles that line up, you know? Because it's like, oh, the, the you know, uh, the heroes are always really big I, and I, the shoulders yeah. are Well, yeah. Skinny. If you get a triangle, like, I mean, that's something about it, man. It's attractive in a man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The broad shoulders told, and then the slimmer waist. Someone told waist. me I had that. And uh, I was like... <laughs> That's right. I'm walking around. <laughs> uh huh. You walked tall for like weeks after that. I bet. No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we're getting off track. I don't remember how we got on the the this thing about the the study in the 77 countries. I don't know. You probably but, did it. <laughs> but it was. Oh, um, we were talking about we were talking about Barbie, like the fittings of women, like the ladies' spiel that she went on. Yes, the 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 contradictions with with being a woman, and I I understand why a lot of men didn't get that and didn't connect with that because why would you? That's not your experience. That's not your lived experience. And if you've never taken the time to actually listen and be empathetic to the women in your lives, then you wouldn't you you'd be like, what is this crap? Whatever, blah blah blah. But it is so true because it is incredibly frustrating. Especially, mm-hmm. I felt it so acutely when I became a mother. Because there was all those contradictions and pressures of you are supposed to be, you want to be a boss girl, but you also want to make sure that you're always there for your kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, you, well, a lot of times, um, one is 
you sacrifice time with one in order to spend more time with the other, right? Right. It's just a reality. And right, yeah. Uh being, you know, the importance of bouncing back after you have kids, the importance of that yeah. instead of a, an understanding and and a more realistic expectations about how much your body changes when you have children and mm-hmm. adjusting beauty standards to a I say accommodate for that or or be more realistic with regards to how women's bodies change when they have children or as they age, right? How men are always, they're silver foxes, right? They're silver foxes. They age like fine wine. People will talk about That's, them a lot of, well, oh, I mean, hear me I out, get right? What you're okay, you, I get what or you're saying, you look but. in look in movies or the media, a lot of men will still get these leading roles even though oh. they've aged out of like the leading man, George Clooney, you know, 20 to 40 or whatever. Right. I mean, you look at George Clooney, you look at, um, even Harrison Ford. Yeah. Harrison Ford still, you know, leading movies, man, he's freaking 80, you know, Liam Neeson's um, different. Cause his is, he's a little different, but. Cause he's just badass. No, <laughs> he's, he's Liam Neeson. Like he's the Liam Neeson. What more do you want to say? Um, but and whereas women, once you start to age past a certain point, it become like you see it. It's a lot more common now, but but it didn't used to be right. Where women, once they age, like you, you were really only cast in mom roles. You weren't cast in main main roles you're the mom yeah. or you're the grandma or you're you're not yeah. a main character who is well they're gonna find a younger to like they're gonna go for the younger yeah they're gonna want the girl. the young hot actress and and so like you see those men are allowed to age women aren't allowed to age and even on well, all these true. like they're allowed they're allowed to age we, l- we let you guys okay. age every day anyway um <laughs> on all the a lot of these you know commentaries that you hear men and a lot it's just disgusting but anyway they say they talk about how women's value just goes down as they age and some of them are like once you're past 30 man like which is no longer desirable and and especially you know it depends on you know how many sexual partners you've had if you have kids all that stuff right i mean they get they're just basically they want 20 year old virgins that's what they want um Mm -hmm. and it's it's well it's sickening borderline pedophile-ish and just uh, get out of here am i wrong listen i'm watching i'm watching a viking show right now and you want to talk about that you want to talk about morally gray morally black that's we can talk about that okay <laughs> okay but um anyway it the Barbie movie really brought attention to that in a fun way and it was it was beautiful and then talking about how Barbie was supposed to be this inspiration for girls to know that they could be anything right that there was Barbie who was a a you know Barbie president right Barbie doctor Barbie uh veterinarian Barbie uh, hairstylist, Barbie surfer, you know, try everything, to ins- everything. Yeah, everything. Try to inspire girls to where girls are the main character, and Ken is just Ken. You know, he's on the sideline. He's I'm just, just Ken. He's Ken. just anywhere else I'd be a ten. <laughs> Great, that was Ken. awesome. Um, and and to see the reversal, right, where Ken is the man is put in this position where he's 
just the so sad so the sad superfluous you're just, you're just wanting to see the other person there. come on come on you're supposed to be better than that you're not like you worked if you know if the women you know they work their way out of the the the, the low slums and then they're like yeah we want to put the men down no that see that's where the whole thing started you know one gender thinking they're better than no you be better than that virginia be better if there was a button, if there was a, there is an, there is an, hold on. no, no, no. You no. have been talking for four and a half minutes straight. Let me say that. Let me ask this question. It's a question. Okay. Then you can talk more. I know you love to do that. If there was a button in front of you, it's two buttons. Okay. And one was like, put is women this gonna be one of in those charge. Stupid Shut up. hypothetical. Shut oh up. Okay. Put, put like the roles completely reversed. So basically women, had been the, you know, it, it had been a matriarchy majority through history. And now men have started to like, the, the, the feminist movement that's happening right now is happening for men. Would you hit that button to have it flipped? Like the men, like the men are the ones that are fighting for what, what's the, op this is going to sound stupid. What's the opposite of feminism? Like I'm actually asking, is there a word? Is there, I don't even know. There's, I mean, I don't think there's a word for the opposite of feminism because feminism I mean, is really just equal rights for well, all gender. Okay. I'm saying, is there, so there's not a word for equal rights for men because y'all believe that. <laughs> we don't need that those are called man's, men's right, men's rights. Activists. Those are just called rights. <laughs> what are you? There's feminists and what are you? I'm a human's right activist. That's, wow. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, feminists. Okay, so so I, I was ready. I came prepared. Are okay. you going to hit the button? You would hit no, it. No, you no, no. Listen, I no, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Because I think, I, I, I don't think that that would happen. Well, of course it wouldn't. Why no. would you be given that option of all oh people? <laughs> Shut the hell up. No, uh, so... The difference is there There are fundamental. So a lot of people think that matriarchy is the exact opposite of patriarchy. And that is true when it comes to the most basic definition of patriarchy and matriarchy, right? Patriarchy mm. is a system where... I think I know where you're going with this. Um, all the power, the land, everything goes from father to son, Right. Matriarchy at its basest, you know, definition would be the opposite where everything runs from mother to daughter. Um, but the there are there are very important and we have matriarchal societies still like right. here on currently thriving. OK, in the world, um, there's one in Indonesia that has millions, millions of members. Um, but sure. so a patriarchy. A system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is the head of the family and it's all traced through the male line. A matriarchy, a system or society or government ruled by women and the, everything's reckoned through the female line. But the characteristics of a patriarchal system and a matriarchal system are very, very different. So the characteristics of a patriarchal system, men are the highest authority and are unable to be questioned right. or directed by women. Get to the point. There are, I am getting there. There are four main characteristics of patriarchy. Male dominance, male identification, male-centeredness, and obsession with control. The difference is for matriarchy, it's not 
female dominance, female identification, female, it's not the same. Matriarchy focuses on mother-centric values. So community, nurturing, mutual respect. Even though money, mm. uh, land, Sounds like things like the that characteristics are dis- of men and women. Are di- <laughs> Listen, are distributed by women, but owned by the collective, right? So whereas in patriarchy, everything is owned by the man. The women the children, right? So we it's don't every- live in a patriarchal society then in the United States, obviously not. So I would, so ah, a full-blown true. patriarchy? No, I wouldn't say we live in a full-blown patriarchy, but I would say we still live in a patriarchy. So I think there are can degrees. You, how can you be a full, if if that's the definition of patriarchy and it doesn't follow No, it. no, 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 no. I'm saying that that uh, can't, now, Barbie, Barbie, that was a matriarch. That was a patriarchy, but with women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 difference. You're just is, reading off a piece of paper. This isn't just. Come that's on, hurry because up. I took notes so People that I wouldn't Google forget. This. Yeah, anyone can if you want to educate yourself, but you probably won't take the time. The important thing I'll is educate that myself on a patriarchal topics. system. So there, there are different levels to it, obviously. You can have one where men are in total power and control and no one else has a say in yeah, everyone else's yeah. property to them, right? We are no longer in that level of a patriarchal system. But we are still in a system Bummer. of patriarchy, okay? Ready? You want to talk about, okay, men being in power, men okay. being the decision makers. Okay. Get to the what? point. Bro, you rush me one more time, I swear to God. Okay, ready? It's been seven minutes. Seven Go. Read your 70%, definition. Oh my God. 70% of sitting Article Three federal judges are men. Out of 115 Supreme Court judges, only six have been women. 72% of the House of Representatives are men. 75% of the Senate is men. There's never been a woman president. Joe Biden just appointed the first ever female member of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So that just happened. Shame first on one him. Ever. Shame 82% on him. 82% of governors, 82% of governors are men. 92% of Fortune 500 company CEOs are men. 63% of businesses in the U.S. owned by men. 69% I, of executive positions are held by men. This is kind of sad. So, we need to up these numbers. These are rookie numbers, men. Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> so... When people say, oh, we, 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 you know, we don't live in a patriarchy, you know, women's have a say that if you look at like men are still the major decision makers. And Maybe the ones because in the women aren't going for the positions as often. I know. Listen, can, let me say this really quickly before you, yeah, you no, flip go your ahead. lid. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> flip my lid. Even 20, even 20 years ago. I know there was still a disparity, right? I know there was still like, there was still some, Calm down, calm down. I can see the anger in your eyes. There was I don't still some understand sexism when that. you're sure. Okay. okay. But listen, right now, I truly do not believe that like a, a woman's not going to be able to become senator because she's a woman, right? I just think like we're at a point now, it's it's even people are going for it, right? Um if only male governors get elected, fifty percent somewhere, fifty percent women, fifty percent men in the country, like they elected the person. So the men aren't going to just win right out like it's it's split by the parties. I don't know. In my opinion, 
currently right now. Now, the the stats of, hey, there's only been six Supreme Court judges as, as females, that's what I'm like, hey, yeah. But if they're like, hey, right now at this moment, you know, there's uh, 400 representatives and, and 70% of them are men, it's like, I'm, I'm saying bullshit on the, like, it, like that's a patriarchy. It's just, I think there's just been more men that have, have run or, or, you know, not as many female candidates that have been as good. And that's just, that's just what I believe. Right now the Supreme court judge like, Hey, historically, yeah, you're right. Of course. Like, duh, y'all couldn't even vote a hundred years ago. Right. Like all of t- things started going downhill after that. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew you were going to make a comment like that. Um, no, I, I, so I'm, I'm a, not saying that you're wrong. I mean, I don't have the information on how many women have actually run for office in comparison to men, but I'm sure right. it is significantly right. less, right? Yeah. Um, and obviously that is going to impact the result. But what I'm saying is that the the whole system is interconnected, right? And so women are set up from, I say, women are set up from birth to be caretakers to be nurturers and almost always women are the primary parent in their relationships and so the when you look at like the pay gap and um according to the u.s it's the dumbest thing ever i don't know no listen listen the u.s department of labor according to the u.s department of labor sir women are paid 83 percent compared to men. So 83 cents on the dollar compared to men. And this is working full time year round. And of course the numbers are incredible are worse if you're are black or Hispanic, if you're a black or Hispanic okay. woman. They- um and and the, the, get this, this is wild. Um in 2002, 20 years ago, okay? Uh-huh. It was 20. 80 cents on the dollar. We've only gone up in 20 years. We've only gone up th- two three cents on the dollar no progress you and realize- the interesting thing that the that they found as they've examined this right is um you know they they found it so interesting that there hasn't been any any ch- any big changes right in the gender pay gap and despite women there being more women than ever in higher education graduating with degrees you know in these more prestigious jobs they did pinpoint that motherhood has a significant impact. Women work less hours than if, if they become mothers, right? If you're 25 to 35, 25 to 45, when you're still going to have children at home, like there is a huge uh, impact on women's ability to earn income. And uh, people will say, okay. well, that's the woman's choice. Listen, and, but, listen. But if you... If you are, if Let me it's get- set up that way, okay. No, but if it's set up that way and it's like, no, the man's just always assumed that he is the one who is going to earn the money. There's no way he's going to be a stay-at-home dad. There's no way he's going to sacrifice his hours and pick up the kids and do all this stuff. He's, you know, he's working. He's the provider, right? Whereas all that is heaped on the woman and she has to sacrifice her career or being able to put more into her career to right, do that me, instead of it word, being more let me get split a word in equitably. Here. You- Get Go off. ahead. Okay. Let me get a word in here. You've been talking a ton. Okay. So with the gender pay gap. You always say I'm talking a ton and never mind. Listen. I just so think- with the gender pay gap, they never take into account work experience. They don't take into account 
hours, okay? Yes, it's they just, do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That's stop talking. False. Stop talking. Women on no, average no, 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 work 41 no. hours a week. Men on average work 44 hours a week, okay? There's a three-hour difference there. Men take less yeah. holidays. Now, be- hold on. Just, yeah. I didn't interrupt no, you. No, I'm agreeing with you. you. I'm okay. agreeing with you. Okay, awesome. So, and here's the thing. I I hear you and I totally understand what you're saying about the the like being a mother. That makes total sense. And is this true? If if you were to... Um, is this true? Listen to you. What? Nothing. If you were to take the like um, how, how much time women take off at, like when they get birth or take care of kids or like time for that. If you were to take that out or, or you know, put that into the equation, would the gender pay gap be gone? I don't know. Like I'm sure it's going to close it uh, somewhat. I don't know how close that's going to make it. Um, and so I am not saying that that is okay. I'm not saying that, oh, like, listen, we're just, y'all just going to have to put up with it. No, that's not what I'm saying. But it just goes, there's a hundred women, there's a hundred men. The women make $83 an hour and the men make a hundred dollars an hour. Boom. Gender pay gap. They don't go, well, you know, these hundred men are doctors and only 90 of these no, women no, no, are doctors. No, 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 no. See, see, but there's, there's, there's where you're wrong. You, 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 you're, you're saying you're like, oh, they don't look at all this other. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. Dude, this, the research I read from the Pew Research Center talks about all of these different factors. Okay. It addresses uh, all of them. It talks about all of them. Okay. <laughs> and the most interesting thing that companies would only hire women if they could act if they paid them less i guarantee no only no that women. is see that is the stupidest argument no that is the stupidest no, argument because if they were like oh i could only because you literally just contradicted yourself you're like women are earning less because they put in less work right but they put in less hours no, why would a company yeah, hire all often. women if they knew they were going to put in less hours and they weren't going to get as much out of their workers they wouldn't do that the point being is they go, because oh, the they're guy's like, going to work they, more. And this, they, exactly. They're like, the guy's going to work more, so I'm going to hire the guy. He's going to be a better worker. Okay. that So so they hire the man. And, and sure. okay. Nothing so wrong you're, with that. You're, <laughs> you're going to hire the best candidate. <laughs> you're, That's my point. You're, you're like, literally like, you're no, okay, no, but, but you're looking at it in like a narrow lens. You're like, you're going to hire the best candidate. It totally makes sense. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm looking at it from a bigger perspective of saying society has set us up to make the man the better candidate. And, and that, that, and that, that is what how, I'm saying. That and and listen, that that's what I'm saying is babies. the problem. Women have babies. There is no, nothing okay, but listen, we can do to change that. There's absolutely things you can do to have an impact on this, okay? It's called <laughs> it's called there's absolutely things you could do. It's called making maternity leave mandatory, making paternity oh, oh, leave totally mandatory. That should be the making, case. Making, uh, you know, like uh, universal child care. Okay, making child care more accessible to to people. I, I okay, agree with like you. I agree with you. A, a lot of those things would have a significant impact. So it's not like roll over and die. There's nothing we can Virginia, do. Virginia, I'm on the on, same team. On. Listen, I'm on the same team with you, but I don't. Like, here's the thing. We want the same thing. We do. And and you can't tell me we don't because I do want that. Like, I, I think it's ridiculous that the U.S. doesn't offer paternity leave and maternity leave and offer it for a long time. Like, I think that's total BS. Um, and, like, it's it's dumb. So we're on the same team with that. We are. But I, I know that we don't agree with, like, not, not how it's set up. Uh, no, I see. No, I think we I think we do agree. But we I, I think we do agree because you're saying there are reasons why women make less there are reasons why they're not in these professions they don't work as many hours blah 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 yeah. and i'm saying yeah. yeah 
you're right. I got, yeah, I agree with you. You're saying people hire men because they're the better candidate because they know they're going to be more dedicated. Theoretically, they're right. theoretically they're going to get more out of them because they're going to be there longer. They won't sacrifice as many. You know, they'll stay for holidays, all that stuff. I agree right, with you. Right. So I'm not disagreeing with you on those points. In fact, I'm saying you're proving my point by saying those things because society has created this situation. That's what I'm saying. And <sighs> actually, one of the most interesting things. Um, that I learned was that so when women have children they tend to work less whereas when fathers when men become fathers they tend to work more and there's a phenomenon called the fatherhood wage premium and this is where men who are fathers earn more than mothers child-free women and child-free men so if you're a father and well, probably because there's that that drive to provide for your family, provide. to provide for your yeah. kids, and so it, it was just it was just fascinating to me. Can okay? I ask you a question? But, Can I ask you a question? And it's a quick question, okay? So I and I'm genuinely curious, and I know you feel that like men and women have been created to fill their gender roles rather than or created by society rather than by a divine being, or, or like that's just natural. But mm-hmm. do you think that when women they have the kid, they go, I need to work less because I have this drive to be there for my child. And men go, I need to work more because I need to provide for this child. Do you think that that is a natural phenomenon? Because I do. Do you, like, do you think that's a natural phenomenon? I'm saying, do you think the women go, I am going to work less because I want to, because I feel like I, I want to be there with my kids. Like that's a, like a feeling, a drive I have. And the man's like, I need to work more because I got to provide for this family. Like, do you think that's a natural phenomenon or do you think, no, that's okay. forced by society? Natural versus society induced. Um, obviously, there's no denying the, like, the maternal instinct exactly, that right. usually occurs. Not always. Hopefully, right. But usually occurs. There's no denying that. But to say that, to use that as an excuse that... It's it's not. Well, the, this, well, but a lot of people, like a lot of commentators, figureheads, they, they use that. And they say, like Jordan Peterson, for example, he's like, women are mm-hmm. just happier. Women are just happier when they stay home and they barefoot, take care of their kids. Barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen. Barefoot and pregnant and in the kitchen. But honestly, that's what he's saying. And... I, I don't agree with that. I think it depends on the woman. I think it depends on the individual. I think it's much more nuanced than that. And I think mm-hmm. it's difficult for us to be able to say because we don't have a lot of other cultures to look at that if men were raised with, if boys were raised with greater senses of nurturing and caretaking, if that was instilled in them instead of this drive to be a provider right and that that's where your worth lies that it would be different i i really do think so and i and and that's what i i i (laughs) i think is so interesting when people get upset when someone brings up like patriarchy or um you know feminism matriarchy all that stuff is because patriarchy the way the things that it values, right? Like I talked about the male, the control, male dominance, all of those things 
like it hurts men too because it mm-hmm. creates this the, this box that men are supposed to fit in. Okay, we talk a lot about the box that women are supposed to fit in, right? Oh, and we're yeah. like, this is the okay. box that women this fit in. You know, be in the kitchen, have babies. Be kind, be submissive. And, but the box that it puts men in is just as damaging. Because it's saying you have to be the protector, provider. You need to always be in control. You need to be powerful. You can never be weak. Don't show emotion. Real men don't yep. cry. I mean... This leads to, I mean, the overvaluing of the masculine in a patriarchal system or the system that we live in, right? The overvaluing of the masculine and devaluing of the feminine has led to a lot of these problems. Like we we created them with this system. Higher suicide rates for men. Higher suicide rates for men. Anger management issues, lack of emotional intelligence or inability to connect with their emotions. Like they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to cope with their emotions. Okay, let me interrupt you. I hate the guys that are like, always want to square up like i see these these prank video you know they'll they'll ran, they'll ask a guy on a question and whether or not it's a little offensive they'll like ask him something the guy's like oh you're lucky i don't knock you the, out right now and i'm like mm-hmm. really you're just gonna assault some like you just want to assault somebody like that's your default i never i never think that like i i'm never the only time i'm ready to fight someone is because they're about ready to fight me not because i'm like or it's someone me. says something i just yeah i just want to <laughs> crack them in the face it's like why is violence your first go-to? Like, why do you right. just want to fight? The high rates of violence. And and then you look at, you know, a, a, another sad side of it is the, all the victims of sexual, all the male victims of sexual assault and domestic violence and the minuscule, uh, the, the how rare it is for them to actually come forward and report it because it's seen now as unmanly, as so weak, like- as weird because you're the man. And... Well, look what happened to Terry Crews when he came out. Everyone just went, dude, seriously? Like, you didn't do anything about it? What the heck? Like, said he I was lying and then about said, this, like, so I can't. What, what'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I haven't heard about the Terry Crews situation. Oh, so, I so can't Terry Crews, I believe it was like a manager or something that was like, uh, uh, you know, an agent manager or something like that, talent manager, um, was like touching him. And, you know, he talked, he talked about it and, and he came out about it and people were just like, and Terry Crews is huge. He's jacked, right? right. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, why yeah. Did, why don't you do anything? Why don't you do anything? Why don't you do anything? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's why men don't come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause yeah, like, the shame. And so yeah. that that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't, they don't talk about. And, you know, as a self-proclaimed feminist, yeah, a lot of times I talk about women and, and Wait, women's struggles. Oh my god! I'm leaving. Shocker! I'm, I'm getting off because that—that's like that's my experience. That's what I can speak from, you know. And and the people that I speak with, the people in my sphere, you know, friend groups, like blah blah blah. Obviously, that's what I have more like intimate knowledge of. But like a a patriarchal system that overvalues the masculine and diminishes the feminine can leads to all these other issues and puts men in a box just as much as it puts women in a box, which is just as damaging to them instead of encouraging I, and, and not, and not like shaming them for having emotions, which I think is so funny that we've, that 
<laughs> men have gotten away with branding women as the more the more emotional gender because dude anger is an emotion i was gonna say other it a, a different type of emotion a different type Sat, of emotion because you know, anger anxiety, is an emotion and I, rather I'm like, than <laughs> anger yeah um violent well violence isn't it but you know yeah um Here's one thing I always wonder, and I think kind of a key thing to note is like, yeah, Ginny and I have these discussions, you know, we have these discussions where we're trying to come from opposite and like, I try and be moderate. Um, but I also try and come from more of a conservative perspective to counteract you a little bit so we can have a discussion. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think one thing with the, uh, gender roles that I always wonder is like, I always tell people. When it comes to romantic relationships, um, not even romantic relationships, but um, like opposites attract when you have similar values in line, right? Um, because you have the like, how often do we see one of the, the couples, you know, one's extroverted, one's introverted, right? Um, one's a little quieter, one talks more, right? Mm -hmm. And then, but they both want the same thing, right? They both have the same similar values of family or wh whatever that is. Uh, and so what I wonder is how how will it work when you get like when you get these couples where both of them are a good and I view as healthy balance of masculine and feminine as what we'd say but basically a guy who is more in touch with his emotional side right he he will cry in front of somebody right he is going to he he's going to act in the in the more traditionally feminine ways right be nice be patient um and the woman she might take a little bit more control she might be a little bit more dominant right she might be the one yelling right um the, the husband's like sweetie can you tell the kids to settle down she's like your father's head <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is uh, uh, because i do feel that relationships work when you have those opposites because you guys create the the like greatest environment for growth and, and this is talking for yourself and for children especially because it's like you have the most variety right because variety is a spice of life and I think that's important um and so it's like I, I don't too often you know we don't get to see that like those couples where they're both a good mix right I, I feel like that's not as common and I think I see that more with you and Seth than really any other couple I've seen um and so it's like how's that gonna work right because we, we we don't really get that yet like we haven't i feel like that's not something that's super common uh where i think we you have... get healthy children well and, hopefully and i guess like we're healthy well-balanced children <laughs> the pressure's on out. virginia the pressure's on virginia <laughs> everyone uh check back in 20 years <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, all man. I, my kids someday are gonna go and find this podcast and i'm just gonna be like all right well oh my gosh yeah. i never thought about that I, have you not thought about that? Scrub I think about that all it. the time. Scrub it from the internet forever. <laughs> Dude, it's out there. It's out there. I have a TikTok <laughs> account. I don't even want to say it. No, okay. I have a TikTok account and I deleted TikTok and then when I reinstalled it, the account was gone. So there's a TikTok account of me out there with some stuff that I like. It's not, it's not like, I'm not like dancing, but uh, you know, twerking. Um, it's a little, but it's I was a little, like, um, I, crass. Yeah, it's a little crass. Thank you. Good term. So I'm like, I kind of want to delete that, but I don't know how to get back in it. So there's some videos out there of me that uh, are going to be out there. Oh my God. What? <laughs> uh, but I, I, the thing that I felt that was really sad that 
with the response to the Barbie movie from, I mean, clearly it's doing just fine. Okay. It's performing really well at the box office. But to see a lot of the conservative commentators come out and just bash it and burn Barbies and do all this stuff and talk about how it's an assault on... Dude, Ben Shapiro burned Barbies, lit them on fire. Shut up. I'm serious. He's gone. Are you serious? Loco. Yeah. Um, It's it's calling it an assault on men, right? And and that's the thing that I felt like was so, so sad because... It like again, the movie was supposed to illustrate in the end how they realized that the Barbies being in power, girls' night being every night, wasn't fair, wasn't good. And so she's like, I'm sorry. She apologizes to Ken. She's like, I'm sorry, I didn't appreciate you and I didn't see you. And then they begin the process of slowly improving Barbie Land, right? Where the the Kens are like, oh, can we be on the Supreme Court? They're like, no, you can't yet. And they're like, well, what about a lower, lower judge? They're like, mm, okay. Anyway, <laughs> but they begin that process. But the the beautiful thing about that was is that is the recognizing of how the imbalance isn't the ideal. That's not what people want. And and how people couldn't see that, right? And so they're like, oh, it's just about hating men. It's like, no, it's not about can, that. It was a... Can we acknowledge, though, I, th- I think one thing that I personally believe tip- typically feminists may not realize, maybe they do, but like it's not that all these men just hate women and want to be in power. I th- truly just believe that it's like this is just how it is and it seems like life's been running fine and... I'm happy and my wife's happy, you know, and, and they are, right? Like, they, they are happy. Or they um, think they are. Well, and if you think you're happy, you're happy. Shut up. That's my rule. No, I'm saying, like, they think their wife is happy. <laughs> okay. And once again, no no one has a monopoly on happiness. You can't tell me what is no, happy. No, if I'm I say not, I'm happy, okay. I'm happy. I'm not saying I'm that. I'm happy. Stop it. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but my point is. If they both think they're happy and the wife's like, no, I love being a stay-at-home mom. I've had 10 kids. Whoa, this is awesome. The guy's like, I love working and not spending time with my kids. Whoa, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> and they're like, this is great. Like, of course, they feel like attacked because they're like, well, this works. This is a great system. Why Why would we change it? And I think I do believe and, – and I know that this sounds stupid. Feminists need more, be more patient. I'm not saying, oh, take your time. But like understand, hey, of course these people feel attacked because they feel like nothing's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this works great. Look how happy I am. Um, so how do you go about it to show them, you know, maybe there is something else that they that could improve their life? I don't know. That's for you to figure out, I guess. Um, I'll watch. And uh, Well, and the, <laughs> the, the, the thing that I, I think is so unfortunate, though, is the, um, I think a lot of, I, I will say, you know, a lot of women or a lot of people who say that they are feminists um, or took up the, you know, banner of feminism, you know, a lot, a, some of them are really, really loud ones. Yeah, there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of pain there. Like, there's been some serious, horrible, I mean, horrible, horrible things have happened to a lot of women, a lot of people. And yeah, so it does create them, it does lead them to be incredibly wary and of men 
and angry. And I recognize right. that. But feminism, what it is, is the advocacy of women's rights based on equality of the sexes, right? Like that is what it is. It's all about Equity. equality. It's not about making women in power over men. It's about women having equal power to men. And, and I've, I've, and so it, and it's about celebrating everybody, right? So if a woman wants to do the mommy track, hello, that's me, you know, be a stay at home mom doesn't want, I mean, you celebrate that because that if she, it's all about the power to choose. If she wants to do that, she has the power and ability to do that. If a woman wants to go to school or a woman wants to go to, you know, into this law firm or highly, you know, male dominated field or whatever, they have the power and the ability to do so. And they're not going to be discriminated against based on their sex. And I mean, that's what it's about. Right. But I know there's a lot of things that. Well, I have a good, uh, listen, I have a good quote that I think will go with this. Stay in your lane. No. <laughs> I'm literally so funny. Um, okay. This is by Queen Elizabeth. A woman. <laughs> How fitting. Uh, <laughs> wow. Good job. Pat yourself is, on the back for that one. Uh, yeah, for real. It is often the small steps, not the giant leaps that bring about the most lasting change. Um and I think that's uh, that's fitting in the sense of, hey, it's going to, you, you know, y'all going to have to take it slow, feminists. Take it slow. You need evolution. <laughs> it's going to take a couple thousand years. Small steps. No. Okay? <laughs> Small steps. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's been a long time coming. I mean, if we, like, a hundred years ago. Do you ago. think men were on top? No. We had to defeat the dinosaurs and all the mm. other monsters and tigers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, king of the jungle, baby. Mm-hmm. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Thank you for listening to Siblings Unhinged. Make sure to follow the podcast so you can listen to new episodes every Monday. Toodaloo. Bye.